Okay, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody is well. Happy Tuesday for those that are here live. Happy whatever day week it is for you. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm feeling a little nostalgic, to be honest, as we're going to be taking a little bit of a summer hiatus starting this Friday. But don't worry, we'll be playing um, episodes throughout the past year. So if you're coming, keep on coming. We're not going to go dark. We're just going to go to some repeats. I think the team is looking for the ones that they feel, I guess, represents different types of ideas that we're talking about. So it should be fun. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll tune in and watch as well. We've been talking about this concept these past few days, really being able to stop yesterday, stop really overthinking tomorrow. And the reason why this is so critical is because it drains our battery. The recognition that, one, we are where we are because that's where God placed us, as crazy as it sounds. Even there is a point where we have to stop beating ourselves up for our own mistakes. I was reading yesterday this, um, I, was, I had the chance to speak yesterday for a, a wonderful group who was involved in matchmaking. So I was reading, I believe it was the words of one of the famous rabbis of the modern era, Rabbi uh, Orbach, Shlomo, Zion, Shlomo Zalman Orbach. I believe it was him who was speaking about just how divinely ordained marriage is. And even somebody who says, I wish I would have gone out with so-and-so. I didn't realize it at the time. In the end, now I do. They would have been good for me. Now they're married. I wish I, even all those, so to speak, mistakes weren't really mistakes. That within each person is a certain, when you're going through it, you got to be do the best. But when you're done with something, there's a certain faith that even though you were the one that may have done something, really it was bigger than you. Now, it doesn't absolve you from things that you did wrong. And it doesn't, it doesn't hold us back from trying to be better. But it's supposed to create a certain level of finality and closure to the past. I had this recently. You know, in my life, there are things that I, plenty, plenty, plenty of things that I just messed up. And there's one thing in particular that I don't know if we spoke about here before that I, I just dropped the ball on. There's a, a business opportunity. I just dropped the ball on it and I was so upset. Now looking back, I was talking to my rabbi and he said, you can't think this way. At that time, that's the way it was supposed to be. And even though it was you who dropped the ball, I was given a certain uh, level of responsibility that maybe I didn't appreciate it when, I, when it came to me. I'm looking at it now from the eyes of someone who's older and more experienced. So now I would have done the job a certain way, but then I wouldn't have. So even if I did everything then, it, it's, you're looking at it not from the eyes. Of, you didn't go back in a time machine. You're looking at it from the eyes of somebody who went through it dropped the ball, so to speak, had time to think about it. And now you're older and more experienced, et cetera. 
So much of our life is that way, where we now look at things and question ourselves, but we're only questioning ourselves because we're older. We're more experienced. We've lived a couple more days. We've failed a few more times. So had we been able to get into a time machine and go back into the past and do it differently, it really wouldn't be as different as we thought. We're only looking at things from today's day and age, not from going back to what I knew back then. And so, so much of our life, if we live it in a place where we look backwards, we're not looking back with the right eyes. We're looking back with today's eyes. But those opportunities didn't come to us today. It came to us when we were younger and less experienced. So it's not really fair. How many times do you experience this with, when you look at people, younger people complain about their lives? That they have to go to school. And you're thinking, go to school? Like, are you joking me? Like, well, yeah. Yeah, what, what I trade in a second. Are you go and spend my whole day just trying to figure stuff out? My my life is basically getting some letter that's basically meaningless to anyone outside, like you know, the teachers. Like, had I known then what I know now about school, like nobody really cares about what you get on any grade. And you get to like spend the whole day like learning stuff. And then like if you're bored, like if you go to like the right schools, like they'll give you new things to think about and they'll push like are you kidding me and then like you spend time with your friends and you play sports and you get to go to camp are you joking i would be like dancing in the streets but that's now when i appreciate knowledge differently i appreciate time differently that's not then so Looking back is a failed experiment because we don't look back with the eyes that we had when we were there. So maybe it was appropriate for me when I was in high school to hate school, even though I loved it. I love, that's not true. I really loved the sports of the school, to be honest. I went to a great school. I just, you know, enjoyed the extracurriculars. And that was appropriate for a 16-year-old. Looking back, now it's more appropriate maybe for me to appreciate it differently. So every time you look backwards, remember, when you look back at things that you did right and wrong, you have to recognize that part of it really is the faith. And part of it is that we can never fully appreciate what it was like to be there again. So the exercise is a failed experiment. So we got to stop being hard on ourselves. We can grow. We can adapt. We can learn the things and now do it differently. We could help others and appreciate what they're going through. But for the best things that we've done and for the worst things we've done, wherever I am, I now am less capable of properly judging it. So if I spend time in it too much, it's just wasteful. Not that like I should do it, but it's hurtful. It's wasteful. 
And we did this over here, the, the, the mental bias of looking into the future. How little we know about anything more than two or three steps ahead. We don't really know. Just like we ne- just like yesterday, we don't really know how to think today. We don't really know what life's going to be like tomorrow. That's why so much of our day really is maintaining the battery to make sure that we're able to fully engage in what's in front of us. So I was um, watching this documentary about Julian Edelman. And there's a piece of it that I loved where his father was his coach. I love that. And what he would do for him was whenever he would, he would train him, he was a quarterback in high school and I think in college, and then he became a wide receiver. In fact, I think he became like a special teams. Um, maybe he, he started in special teams and he moved into being a receiver. But what his father would do is every time he would throw or catch, his father would like throw things at him. He would distract him. He would put his hands in front of him. And there's actually a scene where he's training to, to make a comeback after he goes, he tears his ACL, I think in 2018. He comes back, retrains, you know, gets back on the team and then they win the Super Bowl. And he becomes Super Bowl MVP, which is like insane for like a guy who's like 32 in football, which is like insane. So this cute scene where his father is like training him while he's a Patriot, like he's, he's a professional player now. And his dad comes into like train him. It's so cute. And his father's like putting his hands in front of his eyes, throwing things at him because he's teaching him that. If you want to learn how to catch a football, guess what? There's going to be a lot of distractions your way. And sometimes the exercises of just throwing things at you to annoy you, irritate you, distract you, block your vision. When you learn how to get through that, you'll be able to be a much better player. Forget the basic skills of catching. That's important. You got to learn how to throw, you got to learn how to catch, you got to learn how to run. Those are all like sort of fundamental football skills. But what's not fundamental is when someone throws a ball to you, someone else is going to put their hands in front of your eyes. And you have to train yourself to figure out how to see, how to still see a football coming flying at you with someone else's hand in your face. That's not natural. So when you practice that move a hundred times, you know what ends up happening? You're in a game and someone throws a ball and the defender puts their hand in your face. And you still catch it. That's how you become great. Or someone, you know, makes noise near you, throws you, or throws things at you, or drags at you, or holds your hands down when you're trying to make a catch. All these things that are annoyances, that are distractions. Well, guess what? If you practice those and still try to catch the pass, that's when you become really good at your sport. Because if life has to be perfect for you to catch a ball, it's not going to be perfect in the middle of the game. At least not when the, the game is on the line. So yesterday, a good friend of mine, I didn't get permission to use his name. 
but I, I hope he's watching right now, texted me that he was, he went somewhere and in the airport, they lost his bag. It really threw his vacation. And he was saying to me how he, over the course of time, he's really learned how to deal with it much differently. And I was thinking about this story of Julian Ailman. That sometimes in life, God throws you a distractant. Sometimes in life, God loses your bag at the airport. Hopefully it never happened to anybody. We all want our bags. Sometimes that happens. And sometimes in life, there's traffic. Or annoyances. I don't want to get into challenges and crisis for a second. Let's just leave out the crisis. Just talk about like, Distractants, failures. Sometimes you go do something you ever have happened to you, and like before you go do the thing you got to do, something happens that throws you off. Ever happened to anybody? You get thrown because someone says something right before you're supposed to do something. You're about to walk into a party, you're about to walk into a speech, you're about to walk into something. And someone says something and throws you, or you see something and throws you. And it triggers sometimes that I wish I would have. Why didn't I check it? Why didn't I do that? Or it triggers the, oh my God, it's not going to work out. So many times in life, these thoughts pop into our heads from nowhere, throwing us. Things are going fine. And then you see something go, ah. Recently, someone was complaining about his lack of success in life. And I'm like, what prompted this? He was scrolling down Instagram, looking at where people are going from vacation in the summertime, comparing it to where he's going on vacation. And it was dawning on him that he wasn't as successful. I'm like, what are you kidding me? You're looking at Instagram? That whole thing is one big fake. What are we kidding? You're looking at someone else's life? That's what you're using? Yeah, it's called being a human being. Everybody does it. You're thrown. Life is going fine. Everyone's okay. You like your life, and then someone throws a hand in your face. It's called an Instagram post. And it's like a picture of some gorgeous island. And all of a sudden, he's thrown. Everything's going okay, and then this hits, and that hits, and this thought comes, and that thought comes. And what's going to be? You get worried. I can't believe I messed this up. Or you see something or do something and your battery starts to drain every single which way because that's how life works. Everybody's coming in to break into the borders of your mind. Why longer conversation? That's just how it works. You go through your day. You don't go through your day in a vacuum. Then like you hear like a story of someone who like, you know, lived on a, in a house alone. And wrote like 10 books. That stuff's like half not true. You can't do that. Live in this world. And in this world, things are distracting. And things are annoying. And things hurt sometimes. 
and you mess up and you fail and you should have. And then you get older and you look back and you go, wow, I should have. Why didn't I? Had I just done X, I would be in a different place now. And then you look into the future and you start coming up with all the things that are going to go right or wrong or what you expect doesn't happen or you bring your insecurities into a conversation and it clouds the conversation. But maybe, maybe this is all part of the training. Maybe this is part of the training. Maybe this is God's way of throwing a couple of things our way as we try to catch the ball. Sticking a hand in our face as the ball comes at us so that we can train ourselves how to stay in this moment. Maybe the reason why these things pop in out of nowhere is because God is training us. He's putting us in a world training us how to stay focused when it's hard to stay focused. Training us how to keep our eye on the ball even when somebody else throws something in our way. Training us how to find the muscles of focus so that when we go through our day, we stay grateful, we stay focused, we stay on purpose. We keep on chugging, even though things are bringing up stuff that I didn't even know this was going to happen. Like, where did this thought even come from? I'm walking down my day. Like, I don't understand. Like, this, I haven't thought of this in 15 years. Maybe that's just a little bit of a thing that's thrown our way because our dad wants us to be Super Bowl MVPs and knows that in order for us to be there, we have to learn how to fight through distractions. And fight through limiting beliefs. And fight through insecurities to stay focused on what's in front of us. And when we can start to exercise the border control muscle, we become greater people. And we find the gratitude in our life when we see someone else that has more. And we have to work the muscle that says, are you kidding me? I wouldn't trade my life for everything, anything. And this is so much more than I ever could have dreamed of. And we work that muscle until it feels normal. Then we go through our lives and we learn how to live a life when things are not exactly everybody living in cookie cutter lives. And the thought of, I can't believe you didn't. I wish you would have comes up. And we fight that, that thought to stay focused on what's in front of me. We become stronger people. We become Super Bowl champions. So much harder to go through your day and not get distracted than catch a football. We just don't have as many people cheering for us every day. But it's so much more important. All right, we'll talk about this. All right, everybody. To be continued. Have an amazing day. Think about this today. Maybe the things that pop into your head are really just your dad distracting you to make you a champion. All right, we'll continue this. Have an amazing day with God's help. I can't wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great day.